welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. Come into the bar, pull up a stool and have a drink. We are a, a podcast in which we are reviewing every single issue of Daredevil in order. And that will take us how long, my lovely co-host Vicky? Uh, twelve and a half years. <laughs> At least. At it's least. minimum twelve and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> we worked out. That's an important detail. Uh, so we're on episode five, guys. Woo! Yay! Yay! And we have a very special returning guest, um, you know, returning to the, the podcast, VIP, it's Elizabeth. Yay! Hey, Elizabeth. Welcome back to the bar. Why, thank you. What are you drinking today, Elizabeth, at the bar? I have a nice uh, cold bottle of Coca-Cola. Oh, classic. I like it. Nice. I yeah. miss Coca-Cola. Yeah, well, I'm I'm drinking a uh, a very a very flat um, diet um, own brand Coca Cola. Oh, like yeah. a, like it's like a fake a fakey cola. <laughs> fakey cola. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, Vicky? Vicky's probably drinking some super fancy tea. No, just peppermint today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, one of our we have a new uh, a new listener guy, so I'm going to give him a shout out, uh, Daniel. Um, who has joined our Facebook uh, page and basically said to me, um, you guys have to drink alcohol at least once because um, it's Josie's, Josie's Bar podcast. And I said, well, seeing as me and Vicky are both teetotal, I don't think it will happen. Yeah, sorry, Daniel, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So, um, <laughs> and I could, yeah. eat a, I could eat a wine gum and I'd be under the table. So. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been sober 16 years now. Yay! Huh, so. Yeah. Yay! So, uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's not going to happen. But, no. uh, you know, have a drink yourself while you're listening. Yeah. Have, have a drink <laughs> on us. It has to be a different guest than me. <laughs> yeah, just have a drink. I don't drink at all. Well, I think when Tammy, um, my co-host on the other podcast, is eventually on, I think she said she's going to, like, like crack out the booze. So she'll <laughs> she'll have a good time for everyone. So that will definitely happen. So i got a bit of news, guys. Oh. We're now on iTunes. Hooray! <gasps> yeah. Amazing. And uh, um, we're working on getting uh, added to Spotify as well. And I don't know if we're on uh, the one you were asking me about, Elizabeth, yet. Are we showing? Yes. We are showing up on there, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, I think three and four showed up on there. And what was that one called, that app? Uh, Beyond Pod. That was it. Yeah, Beyond Pod. So, And we're on Stitcher. So, yeah, we're working away. We're slowly taking over the internet one tiny little <laughs> bit at a time. Um, and then I wanted to mention something else with the with the news, um, because I thought it'd be quite good to mention, because uh, Elizabeth probably knows way more about it than I do. And also I was chatting to Daniel about it. Um, but that is that later this month, so July 2020, Obviously, it would be San Diego Comic-Con, but due to, to <laughs> nasty COVID, it's not happening. It's happening digitally. But there's also going to be a Save Daredevil online convention. Oh. Um, and Save Daredevil is basically a campaign that was created to bring back the Daredevil TV series. Um, and uh, Daniel had basically said to me, you know, are we going to be involved? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't have enough time. <laughs> Um, but you, you're on the Save Daredevil groups as well, aren't you, Elizabeth? Um, I follow them on Facebook. I don't think I'm officially a member. Oh, okay. But so, I always like them every time they pop up in my feed. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's, a, it's really cool to see the, the kind of support that, you know, there is behind, um, behind bringing back, like, how much, how much people loved the, uh, you know, the Daredevil TV series. It's really cool. So they yeah. are doing like an online convention. I, I have no idea who the guests are or what they're going to be discussing, but it's going to be on the 23rd to 26th of July, 2020. So, mm, yeah, I'll have to check that out. So this week, guys, we are covering issue number five of volume one, The Mysterious Masked Matador. Olé. Olé. This was uh, <laughs> this was released on December the 10th, 1964, and the description of it is on Marvel Unlimited, Daredevil vs. the Mysterious Masked Matador. Olé, DD! <laughs> I, I just, I, I have to say that this is possibly the lamest issue of comic. Oh. I have I have read in a long time. I'm really sorry. I just... 
Uh, yeah, we'll get into it later, but I was just... <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was as well. Like, it was absolutely hilarious, but yeah. like all the way through, I was just kind of like, really? Really? <laughs> I'm fucking... Well, there's things that we've got used to over the last four weeks that we don't get in this issue for instance we don't really get much thirsty karen we don't we get thirsty matt instead she's quite um like off doing her thing yeah she's looking amazing while she's doing it oh yeah this is like the pinnacle of love trying well yeah Mm-hmm. We're yeah. only five issues in. So um, there's a little thank you in the start of this issue, um, thanking Bill Everett, Joe Orlando and Vince Coletta, um, because they are the team that um, illustrated the, the previous uh, issues and kind of got this character off the ground. Um, I watched this little video the other day about Vince Coletta because I didn't know much about him. And apparently he um, there's a real like some people love his artwork. Some people hate it. Um, some people say that he he uh, ruined Jack Kirby's artwork with his inking. Um, but from what I learned from watching this video, he was known to be like really nice guy. Um, he always, always met his deadlines, which they didn't always do. And he um, sometimes he would leave out details of of um, of drawings. So he would ink very quickly. And that's why some people don't like his his inking, because, you know, you might get an artist draw this beautiful um drawing with loads of detail in the background and then Vince Coletta would ink it and leave out a lot of detail in the background but mm. it's because he was working quickly and to deadlines so I feel like you can't really fault him on that because you know if they didn't reach their deadlines then a lot of these comics you know if Daredevil was consistently not meeting deadlines then maybe it wouldn't have continued so yeah I mean it's yeah. it's this issue it was very very obvious that the uh, the artist had changed yeah um and yeah, i'm not yeah. gonna lie like i loved the art and the coloring in this in this yes. issue me too um yeah. compared yeah. to the previous ones like it was really solid and it was really like the the, the color palette and everything um so i have no doubt that he was a really lovely guy but Dude, I'm really sorry. I prefer I prefer the art in 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 this one. Yeah, and yes. I, I do as well. Smoother. Yeah, yeah, a lot smoother. Yeah, yeah, like really smooth. Yeah, kind of um, a bit more like the um, the comic book art that I'm used to. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I've read like a lot of classic Marvel um, and you know the golden era of, of comics and stuff, but is it it felt more familiar to me this mm. issue yeah so the new new creative team we've still got stanley writing um obviously and the new illustrator is wally wood or wallace wood as he's put here um and he is responsible like daniel actually reminded me obviously with the change of artists this is you get a slight tweak to daredevil's costume and this mm. is the first time we see the double d on the chest because before he just had the one d for the first four issues so we get the dd and that's something that kind of stays with the character for a long time. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the curved instead of the V-neck. Yeah, yeah. The cu- yeah, sorry, Vicky, the, the V-neck's gone. The, plunge, <laughs> the plunging neckline has gone. <laughs> I thought of you when I noticed that. <laughs> I can no longer see his decolletage. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then it's going to change even more, you know, in the next, uh, in a few issues' time. <gasps> wink, wink. Wink, so, wink. Yeah, yeah. So um, the villain in this episode, this episode, this issue is the Matador. Now Olette. we we Olette, we have been to- we have been tooting the hell out of some villain outfits. Although we didn't toot the Purple Man last week. Uh, what well, no, because we- I, what- I I was confused by what his outfit actually was. Yes, I was like, is understand. it a jumpsuit? Is it a doctor's tunic? Like, I don't understand it. I don't. I booted his outfit last week. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't boot his outfit, but it was a mild boot, a mild booting, I think. Um, Elizabeth, you are a, a, a big Daredevil fan. What is yes. your thoughts on the Matador as a Daredevil <laughs> villain? Why did he not show up in the, the Netflix show? <laughs> he is not my favourite, although I was I couldn't really remember his background before I reread this because it had been a while since I'd read this, read this one. I was like, oh, no, are we going to have a whole big cultural appropriation conversation? <laughs> but then I was, well, I was relieved to discover he actually was a matador, so therefore it was okay. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yes, it's very fancy. Uh, it's definitely a look. Um, I'm not surprised that they didn't have it <laughs> in the Netflix show. Antonio Banderas is the matador. <laughs> I just yeah. uh, this. Um, he is the lamest villain. I have. What do you mean? He's got a. He, he literally <laughs> like his. He doesn't like. Oh my god! He throws his matador cape over things. That's uh, like. Uh, excuse me, Matt Murdock did that last week, and we said it was our panel of the week. So just <laughs> yeah, but that was that was a shower curtain, not a matador cake. It was a yes, yes, like, true. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, he's like he's a villain, and it's like mm, I'm just going to throw my matador. I'm, first of all, I'm going to stare down this lorry. <laughs> um, I'm by standing in the road and waving my matador cape. In, around and then yeah. I'm just going to throw it across the windshield with complete disregard for anyone standing around so that it crashes and I can break into this like armoured vehicle like dude <laughs> I, I do like that we have an ongoing pattern with the early Daredevil issues because um, Daredevil fights Electro that involves throwing a curtain <laughs> Daredevil fights Kilgrove that involves throwing a sheet and then Matador is throwing sheets over stuff. So I like, like that this is early Daredevil. There's like, there's no super, like he's, he's not a super powered villain. He doesn't have any, I mean, he's a little bit acrobatic because we see him jump over like yeah. a fence later on or something, but that's it. That that's, that's his shtick is to throw his bullfighting cape thing at things. That's, and the only reason, yeah, sorry, keep going. I just, I, I got, I got steadily more angry <laughs> as the issue went on because I was thinking, okay, right, he's gonna like come out with some sort of, I don't know, like maybe he turns into a bull or something, or maybe no, no, he just throws. His oh, cape. You, do you mean he, like a like a man bull, Vicky? Yeah, or like oh, you know, that's interesting, Elizabeth. <laughs> oh no, what have I said? <laughs> Don't don't worry, just you know. Oh. <laughs> is it coming up in 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 a, in a future issue? I, my lips are sealed, Elizabeth. Oh. To you. <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. So oh, I'm, okay, I'm winking at you across the internet, Elizabeth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some research because I don't remember what you're referring to. Okay. Um, I'm letting the team down. Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's, so, it's don't worry. This whole scene with with um, the armored car and uh, the matador, um, it basically his unbeatable approach to defeating them is basically uh, assuming that they're going to be a good enough person that they're going to swerve and not run him over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly. If that was a real real New York driver, they would have kept going. <laughs> if it was a real oh, yeah, New York driver, cared. they would have been Hong Kong bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm smash flat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick dramatic reading, guys. <clears throat> so um, so okay, uh, Daredevil Volume One, uh, Issue Number Seventy Nine. Uh, not one of Daredevil's more intelligent or crafty foes, the Man Bull made our hero's life difficult <laughs> through his brutal and mindless rampages. Oh my God! What <laughs> issue is that? Seventy Nine. Oh, God, we've got, like, two years before yeah. we get to that one. Yeah, we've got a while, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, um, so the Matador, the Matador is is very arrogant. Um, he's constantly saying about how great he is. Um, but oh, luckily... like someone else we know in Daredevil yeah. oh, oh, they have, like, an ego off. Like, Daredevil, like, Matt and the Matador in this, it's all about ego. Because Matt even so says much. later... Yeah, Matt even says later, like, it's not, you know, I need to defeat him... Um, oh no! What he says? He says how much more dramatic it would be if Daredevil could defeat him first, not merely for my pride, but to show the world that justice is mightier than crime. No, and it's like it's about you know your pride. If they just whack their todgers out on the table in like the first <laughs> couple of panels and got a got a measuring stick out, yeah, they could have saved all of this hassle. Well, I think Matt's probably feeling a bit. He's a bit. Matt is Matt. In this issue, I mean, like Matt is, this is kind of the first time we see, because he gets beaten by the Matador repeatedly, which we haven't really seen before, him being repeatedly beaten by a villain. 
Um, and then we have the Karen situation where Karen and Foggy are pretty much dating now. I don't know if Karen knows that they're dating. I don't because, think Karen knows that they're dating. Yeah, because I don't think she does. No, and she definitely doesn't know she's dating Matt apparently because Matt, Matt and Foggy are both wanting to propose to Karen in this issue. Um, <laughs> granted, Foggy and Karen are going to a party together, but they don't seem like they're in a relationship. But both men are like, oh, I'm going to propose to her. It's like, excuse me? Well, Matt wasn't even going to. He wanted to tell her he loved her, but he yeah. didn't. He wasn't even saying anything about proposing until after Foggy pulls out a ring. And then yeah. all of a sudden he's like, oh, I wanted to propose to her, too. I was like, wait, no, you weren't. Five he's minutes all, ago, you just wanted to declare your love for her. Yeah. He's all, I'm going to tell Karen that I love her because you know, I need to boost my ego <laughs> a little yeah. bit. And then Foggy comes in and goes like, look what I've got, Matt. I bought this ring. I'm going to ask Karen to marry me because I love her. And Matt's like, oh, oh, the agony. <laughs> and he covers his ears. Yeah. Like, I thought it was hysterical. He, he feels very sorry for himself in this issue. There's a bit where I, I put Matt feels sorry for himself. He never wants Karen to pity him or be nice to him because of his blindness. And I put, you've got enough pity for yourself in this issue, Matt. <laughs> my my oh. um, my my notes for this, like these couple of panels were, um, yeah, Matt, poor Foggy. Maybe you need to do your actual job a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> because Foggy's like, oh, you know, I've got you to work late. Of, yeah, I've got to work <laughs> late and all the rest of it. And then, um, and then, oh, Matty, she already, re- she already feels sorry for you, babe. <laughs> exactly. Have you not seen every issue? <laughs> Just like, yeah, she's like, oh, if only he wasn't blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Matt, Matt is very different in this issue. I feel like compared to the previous four, he's very. Fe- I mean, we'll talk about my favorite panel later, where I was howling with laughter. Because it's 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 Matt at his most extra, and I love it. I love like my the, boy Matt. I love my boy Matt. Drama llama Matt. Yes, is, is slowly emerging. Yes. in this in this issue, yeah. and yes. I am very here for it. Yes, and we. I mean, it's not that many issues until we get. If we didn't know that maybe Matt is not completely well mentally. We will mm. soon find that out with the introduction of Mike Murdoch. <laughs> That's not long yeah. to go, yeah. Right. Okay. So, earlier than I expected it to when I was rereading these. Yeah, yeah, it's very early on. So you were saying earlier, um, uh, Elizabeth, you were worried about this villain being the matador, about possible cultural appropriation. But how did you feel about this costume party? <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I, I and I, I actually did dress up as a Native American as a kid uh, for Halloween one year, so I really can't bring any fingers <laughs> since this was at least ten years before that. But yeah, it's a little uncomfortable reading it nowadays. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit. There, there's a lot of costumes in this in this party. I wrote a quick list. We have a Viking, a knight, a Native American, a man Ew. who's dressed head to toe in red, uh, but that's not Daredevil yet, unfortunately. Uh, Tarzan, a peasant, a cowboy, a Napoleonic soldier, a Roman soldier, and a lady who's dressed as a damsel with a really tall, pointy green hat. And I wrote that she looks like a peapod. <laughs> and she did, though, to be fair. Yeah. I didn't even notice the guy all dressed in red. What was he it's, supposed to be? I don't know. I think it's just that they maybe had him in the foreground and he's just inked completely in red. Face, oh, everything. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, maybe... Seem maybe supposed to be like a devil. Maybe. I, so, like I was thinking of... that at first, but yeah. he's, he's got like a hood and stuff, so I wasn't sure. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe they ran out of time to colour him in, you know, okay. to different shades and they just went, eh, red, whatever. Um, so this whole section of the masquerade I loved. I was laughing so hard through yes. the whole thing. Uh, just yeah, like I'm just gonna hang out casually by this wall safe. Yeah, so the matador um, just hangs out, and then like you cover it yeah. with my cape so no one can see. <laughs> yeah. And then God hears it, and he's just like, "How am I going to warn people? Maybe if I talk really loud." <laughs> Gee, I wonder what would happen if the matador showed up and started taking money out of this wall safe that I can't see right now. <laughs> oh, and then God. everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I wonder what would happen." Hey, there he is. <laughs> Dressed as a matador, and what's he doing hanging out by the wall? So it's great. 
My favourite moment in this party that I really laughed at was when Karen shoves Matt into another room. <laughs> into like a, a closet. And she just basically Matt says... It's, so high. It's, it's not safe out here. Yeah, it's too dangerous for a man who can't see to protect himself. Quick, go into the next room. I'll shut the door behind you. You'll be safer there. And he's like, but what about you? Will you be safe? And she's like, yeah, I want to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I, then, need to, I need to spoiler, talk about my, my um, of the week. oh, oh, is it? Nice. <laughs> it's, it's one of mine. I, I need to talk about my toot because we've passed my toot. Um, and my toot is Karen wearing her Cleopatra outfit because she is. walks in the office and I was like, damn. Doesn't Foggy go, brother? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She looks amazing. She and I, look I don't know amazing. what it is. Like, I, well, I, obviously, it's Wally, Wally Wood because he's drawing. When he draws, there's a couple of times where Karen's face looks a bit. Mm, but when he draws her profile, oh, she's beautiful. He draws she, her profile like, so lovely. Like, yeah. And I also love the way he draws Matt. I think he draws Matt really. It reminds me more of like the modern Matt. Yeah. It's very classically handsome. Um, like I, I don't know what it is. He, I just really like the way he draws Matt as well in this this first issue. But he can yeah. really seem to settle on what Foggy should look like. No, I yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, he, I feel like, like in these early issues they change Foggy a lot, and it's only, you know, they don't really settle on like the classic Foggy look, which there is now. Yeah. Um, until you know we've still got a bit it's, of time it, until. It's then. like the the last couple of issues that we've read like foggy starts off as a, a rotund shall mm-hmm. we say you know more like but, a football player not not yeah and then in this issue i noticed like he suddenly like sort of halfway through the issue he's taller and yeah. buffer and then when he's dressed when he turns up at the party as julius <laughs> caesar he looks up he's been aged like 20 years yeah yeah and i don't yeah, know if that was is. i don't know if that was kind of like intentional as part of the costume maybe he did some i don't know like some made himself look older with some face makeup or something but he looked for the rest of the issue about 20 years older than he actually is yeah, I feel like they just didn't know how they wanted him to look. It's, yet. it's like it's like they don't want to. They don't know what they want to do with him yet, mm-hmm. other than yeah. the red hair. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to just shout out. There was uh, one line, one guy in the party. I don't think you actually see who it is. Shouts, get the women out of here. Yeah. Anything's, anything's <laughs> I liable. I wrote happen. that one down too. That was great. Like, I love that. Yeah, get the women out of here. Meanwhile, the fight's been going on for like. Yeah. A half and then Karen's like, "No, bitch, I want to see what <laughs> I want to see what happens." <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Uh, this is also it's kind of cool at this party because there's so much noise going on, and this is I think one of the first times that we get Matt's senses. I mean, he in the electro electro um, issue he talked about how the water dulled his senses, but this is the first time where he's sort of saying about multiple noise kind of dulls it. Mm. Um, and then he can't like pick out the matador in the noise, and that's why he misses him, and how much his sight is um, is dependent on his his hearing, you know. Um, and then we get that little like here's a quick reminder of how Daredevil's senses work, which was kind of cool in the yeah. little panels. Um, but I thought that was quite a cool little detail, and um, and. Yeah, and then they have this big fight and Matador beats Daredevil and leaves. Um, it's also in this costume party scene where we get my boot. And um, that is that there is a scene, uh, there's a picture, I think Karen's in the foreground. And in the background, there's a little dude and he's dressed as a clown. And so I had to automatically boot him because I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> not no, doing this. No. Uh, he's just a clown. He's hanging out behind Karen. And I was I like, didn't no. Even notice him. Well, because he's terrifying. Is he's just hiding in the <laughs> corner? He's not even fully in frame. He's just peeking in the corner. And I was like, no, I can't do it. So he's my boot. Because any clown, <laughs> no, not dealing with it. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> so that's mine. I thought I'd mention. Um, I would um, on Karen's hair watch, mm-hmm. which I'm going to be doing for the next twelve and a half years. By the way, um, <laughs> I. It does 
Yeah. Yeah, like I've been uh, disappointed with the lack of volume, but I actually enjoyed her hair in this in this issue. It was a lot more for me, mm-hmm. kind of that sixties kind yeah. of bob feel, and I, I I very much enjoyed Karen's hair in this issue. And that's all I have to say about that. She's not as close <laughs> to God as she was in the first she, issue, like, because no, she obviously wasn't. we know the higher the hair, the closer to God. Higher um, the hair, the closer to God. Now, yeah. What about the uh, Cleopatra wig? Because that was totally against her usual style. Oh, oh yeah. She just, she just looked absolutely like if I was at that party, I would have tried, tried to chat Karen up. She looked absolutely banging yeah. in that outfit. Yeah. I, was, I would have been all over that. Yeah. 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 Now there was Karen. one thing. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I said, call me. <laughs> call me, Karen. <laughs> Karen. No, there was one thing when they walked into the uh, into the party, and everybody's all dressed up except for Matt. And to be fair, Karen had offered to stop at a store and, and get him a costume on the way, and he's just like, ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. But I'm just wondering whether everyone at the party was assuming that his costume was that he was dressed up as a blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> That's great, but I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 actually gonna toot like he's that outfit. It, no, is my boot for this week. It's what like is, you could what Matt's outfit. Matt's outfit. It's like I, yeah, you know, it's the classic you know Matt Murdock suit. But it's like, dude, you go to a fancy dress party, like live a little, buy some horns. <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I'm just really disappointed that he didn't. It's too you know, early in the in the Daredevil run for him to be wearing a I'm not Daredevil T-shirt. Unfortunately, I just thought I just thought, <laughs> I just thought it was weird, you know, because he's you know he's realised he's in love with Karen and she's rocking the Cleopatra outfit with like a midriff and out and everything. Mm-hmm. And when she suggested to him, oh, you know, we could stop and quickly buy you something, it's like, yes, do it. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't want to like make her happy. She's all yeah. excited about the costume party and everything and it's kinda of like, Oh no, you know, I'm not gonna be there very long it's like, Ugh, you're supposed to be in love with this woman. Cheer up. He's Buy a costume. Of, he's kind of mopey in this whole issue though. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, well- he was thinking about how he, well, if I wanted to, I know I'd want to be alone with you if I ever had the chance, my darling. He's thinking my that darling. Like, you <laughs> are alone with her. Yes. Yeah. And she's excited about the costume party. At least, I don't know, go buy a bed sheet and pretend it's a toga. <laughs> or pretend to be a ghost. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> anything. Anything, yeah, exactly. Um what do we think about the fact, because, I mean, I, I'm with Elizabeth that this issue is ridiculous and I, I'm there for it. So I want to know if this is one of the things that you rolled your eyes at, Vicky, which is where the Matador decides to rob a burglar alarm factory. Oh, my <laughs> days. Just to show how cool he is. Yeah. And then he robs his factory and he steals their own alarm. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to steal your own alarm off the wall just to show you how brilliant and amazing I am. I was just like, I am going to reach in there and I'm going to strangle you with your own fucking cape in a minute. You are (laughs) ridiculous. You are a ridiculous human being. You're not a villain, but I am tooting your outfit because that was on point. His outfit is pretty (laughs) awesome. It was absolutely on point. Yeah. 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 Um, and I love the fact that he's got to flip this switch to, like, I think turn off the alarm or something. And rather than reach over with his hand, he does it with his sword. His sword. <laughs> it just... It's great. Uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of love the matador. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, you know, 10 out of 10 for confidence. Yeah. Um, in yourself. I'll give him that. Um, we also find out the reason that he has is robbing places is because uh, he was Manuel Eleganto. He was the world's greatest bullfighter. And in his last appearance, the crowd were cheering for the bull. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would cheer for the bull as well because bullfighting is very cruel. Um, yeah. But because of that, he got distracted and the bull struck him. And because of that, the matador swore revenge upon all mankind. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just, 
I I think when uh, you know we got to like his origin, I just my eyes rolled so hard <laughs> and far into my skull that I could see my own brain. I saw you roll past the window. <laughs> I, it just I was kind of you know this is only issue five and it felt a little bit like clutching at straws <laughs> for but then I guess hey at least it wasn't like a vat of something. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. So, he's got no, I like the fact that he's non-super powered as well because so far. Uh, I mean, the owl isn't super powerful, really, but he can glide on the <laughs> the winds of New York. <laughs> Don't, do not get me started on that again. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Up with his feet, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think he did it in that issue, but yeah, he can. It's got like well, little, why did little he do it in that issue? I might not have got so cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It was probably in, in Daredevil Yellow because I read those after I was rereading these things last night so yeah daredevil yellow's not available to read on marvel unlimited which is sad well, I'm, gonna, out. I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled because if it goes on that i i recommend that everyone read it but vicky i can just lend you the book so there you go okay yeah you can read it that way so um i have to say that my absolute favorite panel <laughs> of this issue um is matt being the most extra it made me laugh so much that i had to send it to brad and tammy my my co-host on my other podcast and it's matt it's matt say being all sad because he wants to propose to karen suddenly he didn't before as elizabeth said now he does because foggy also wants to propose and he basically says he's destined to always be a loner and then he gets changed into his daredevil costume and stands it looks like on a desk or something i don't know and just proclaims to the world where daredevil walks he must walk alone thus do i accept my lonely fate i laughed so hard sad trombone noise oh i I, I wrote those that quote in in my notes and i wrote ha with an exclamation point it's so delightful like there's so many lines like that and can we just can we just take a moment to so you know the Billy Club didn't get a lot of action this issue no, did it no. really no but since when can it cut steel <laughs> because well, there's when they're fighting yeah. you know the, the the last battle he's like aha I've fooled you into coming to the law offices and now I'm gonna like fight you on the fire escape oh okay, fine and he. Like the the matador goes to sort of swipe him with his steel sword, mm-hmm. and Matt just holds up the billy club, and it the sword snaps. Maps. It's like his, what? his billy club's made a diamond. I just I, <laughs> uh, well, I was just assuming the sword was one of those um, like the the really thin ones that isn't super strong, but it's really pointy. But it, it, the sword managed to carry the matador's whole weight because when he broke yeah. into the burglar alarm factory, oh, that's true. He jumped over the fence and landed like he used the sword to kind of pivot. Yeah, pivot, pivot. Maybe strong, uh, tip to tip, but not along the edge. Maybe, yeah. I just yeah, but yeah I was... snap it. It's made of carbon or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I have to say, the bit that had me howling with the most laughter was. And bear in mind, I laughed quite a lot during this issue because it was just ridiculous. <laughs> you did is message this... me and said, this is the most ridiculous issue so far. <laughs> so far. Um, and we're already on issue five. Uh, this whole fight scene at the end was just utterly ridiculous. Like, you've got a dude dressed as a bullfighter fighting a dude in a yellow leotard. And then all the people that live around were kind of like, oh, look, yeah, woo, daredevil, daredevil, like hanging out the windows. And then <laughs> and then Matt stops the master by standing on his cape, <laughs> which yeah. I absolutely lost my shit. And then he catches him in his arms because the master then, then falls back and Matt catches him and then and then like legitimately charges the matador like a bull yeah and headbutts him in the stomach like yeah. a battering ram <laughs> just and uh, and in my notes I've got like he stepped on his cape to stop him what the fuck and then headbutts his stomach and then WTF like it 
bold and underlined. And then underneath that, I've just read, written, I give up. <laughs> like, I'm it's done. so great. Because he basically says, I'm going to end this this uh, this fight the only way it can be ended. Which is apparently him running at his, his chest or his stomach like a bull. Like a it's bull. Great. I just... Oh, God. It's like, Matt, your horns are tiny and they're not even horns. They're just kind of like empty stocks on top of your head. And then the Matador's just lying on the ground. Like, is he like, dead? Uh, we don't know. He might be dead. Uh, and the police the police show up because, yeah. like, neighbours have called them. And and then he's like, oh, I better slip off quickly, get changed yeah. back into my outfit and do some work. Yeah. And I have to say, I... We also, I, I feel like the insanity that is Matt in this episode, in this issue, we also have to talk about the fact that Matt decides to call a press conference <laughs> to announce the identity of the Matador. So all the press turn up to his office and they're like, like this, this guy, this lawyer. I mean, I don't know how he knows the identity of the Matador, but OK, what is it? And then Matt is like, hey. Hey, uh, the Matador is actually Daredevil, and Daredevil hired someone to pretend to be Daredevil <laughs> to fight the Matador to throw the scent off the fact that he is the Matador. <laughs> and Foggy is like, and they put it in the papers, which is insane because, like, what, why? Like, because he's just saying, "Oh, I think it's this." And then Foggy is like, "What are you doing?" Matt? <laughs> yeah, like- what? And then he's like, what, what, why did you do this statement? And Matt's just like, oh, I'm entitled to my opinion. It's like, what? <laughs> what? It's bad for business <laughs> to look um, stupid if you're a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's just kind of like, I really need you to start running stuff by me, Matt. You know, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be partners. And it's like, Foggy, sweetheart, you are doing all of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Matt yeah. just kind of like swans in and goes, oh, I'm blind. In this issue, me. for sure. And then like, for poor Foggy. He's working late every night. And then Matt does this and you're like, he's just what? like, what, what are you doing? And then Matt's just like, oh, well, I don't have any proof. It's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. And it's just kind of that whole banking on the Matador's ego mm-hmm. being inflated enough to take the bait. And it's just kind of just this this whole issue. Like, honestly, give me landing rockets in Central Park and riding horses <laughs> down Fifth Avenue any day because this, this issue is just so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I love it. I love it. And um, we also get this mention as well. Uh, I think it's at the towards the end of the issue, where Karen's kind of like, "Oh, Daredevil's amazing," and then um, Foggy's like, "Oh, it's good, a good job that I'm not jealous, and I'm not jealous because he obviously wears a mask because he's super ugly under <laughs> under his mask." <laughs> Was that when the three of them stood in that dodgy alleyway? Yeah, they're yeah, looking at, at the all end. the Matador costumes that are in the yeah. thing because that the kids have thrown away. The kids have thrown no away longer... their mask. Yeah, because he's no longer cool. But that was right. one of the funnier parts earlier was that Matt was getting all depressed because all these kids were uh, were playing Matador versus Daredevil and no one wanted to play Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the little kid's like, oh, I was Daredevil last time. <laughs> Which, which is the whole reason why he has a quote like, there must be witnesses to the Matadors. Yeah, there has to be. So we're going to do it out on this fire escape. Yeah, uh, in, you know, when everyone's kind of sitting down having their dinner and stuff. And if we cause a commotion, people will come out and see that the, you know, the Matador is, is like Daredevil's fighting the Matador. It's like, what? It just, I would just want to get into your brain, Matt. And just like, what? I, I don't understand your thought process. At so all. do you think like because I'm guessing it's the Daily Bugle where it publishes this story? Uh, oh no, it's not. It's the New York Bulletin. I'm just looking at it now. So do you reckon like they the reporters are like, uh, so why did you think that? Like when obviously it wasn't. They're two different yeah. people. I want. I want to hear the fallout. Yeah, exactly. I want the fallout. That would be like, oh, I'm blind. Oh, I didn't <laughs> know. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If I was looking for a lawyer, I probably wouldn't choose him in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I, I'd be calling uh, Ms. Walters. Yes, Thank Ms. Walters. Much. Yeah, three Ms. Walters. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, 
that's pretty much the issue. Do you guys have any... I mean, a, a mild favourite panel is uh, Matt headbutting the math store in the stomach uh, that as well. My, it's a toss-up panel. Like, there's three panels of the week for me, I me think. Too. Um, so I really loved the um, standing on the cape and headbutting the math store. That was hilarious. But I also... There was a panel a bit earlier on where Matt's standing. He's wearing his suit, so he's just like Matt Murdock but his mm-hmm. shadow behind him is dead yeah I like that and one. I know we've had it before but with a different art and inking mm-hmm. it just looked cooler mm-hmm. and then the when he's standing on the desk or whatever we mentioned it earlier um, with his hands on his hips going I'm destined to be alone oh but he just looked really cool. It was like really nicely drawn yeah. and coloured and uh, coloured in and stuff. And I just thought that was really cool. If you just ignore, if you took away all the speech bubbles and stuff, that was pretty epic. I feel like from what I learned about Vince Coletta in the little mini, you know, thing I, I watched about him, I feel like because the, the matador, the way he's drawn in all the close-ups, there's lots of really gorgeous detail on his costume. Like on the yeah. on the the shoulders, uh, on the the sleeves and the legs, and I feel like that would have been left out from what I learned about him. So I feel like the the inking is really really nice in this issue. And the shadowing right. on his face as well. There's a couple of panels where it's a close up of the matador's face, mm-hmm. and it's just drawn really beautifully yeah. with um, really lovely shadowing and stuff so just for me like my overall toot for the week has got to be the art and the colouring in this issue oh nice I yeah. think because it was Very just good. like yeah I my my eyes were like yes give me more <laughs> more of this beautiful art so that's my overall toot nice well, I agree with because oh, one of one of my three was um, when uh, the matador goes into the office and Daredevil sitting behind the desk with his, his hands <gasps> yeah. up. Yes, he's sticking his fingers. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah. One, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my three. I already told you about the uh, Karen shoving. That one is my all-time favorite. And then uh, the the third one is Matt covering his ears when Foggy's telling him about wanting to <laughs> wanting to ask Karen to marry him. Yeah, it's yes. great. But, yeah, the um, it, it may have been possibly one of the weaker issues that we've read so far, but I think from an artwork point of view, it's the strongest of all five that we've read so far, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, d- yeah, I, I, I agree as well. I think the artwork is gorgeous in this one. Uh, so, Toot and Boot, um, this week I am tooting Karen yes. in her Cleopatra outfit. Um, and I'm going to boot the Native American costume just because it's like, eh. I think I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There were two different actual people in the in the room oh, uh, was that it? were dressed that way. Yeah. Oh. And um, Foggy's Caesar costume, I did not appreciate either. Yeah, it's but not great. Not for the same uh. reasons. <laughs> just because he was not attracted in it. Nah. Yeah, it's not not the best costume. It wasn't. Bless you, Foggy. Oh, he tried. Um, and also, uh, the, the pretending oh to be Daredevil, having actual like big gigantic horns. That yeah. was kind of like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird because like, have they not seen Daredevil? Like, have they not yeah. seen what Daredevil's horns actually look like? Clearly not. not. Like the tiniest little horns. Yeah. yeah. You know, the kid had a giant bullhorn. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a, I think this was a fun issue, but um, yeah, there was, uh, you know, there's some wacky stuff in it. Uh, yeah. And that's saying something, given the four previous issues yeah. that we have covered. Yeah, issue two featured a trip to space. <laughs> <laughs> and chemically treated shower curtains. Being used as weapons. <laughs> yeah, just... As oh, one does. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> So, Vicky, do you want to know what we're going to be reading next week? Oh, my God, yes. I'm ready to guess. So, next week uh, is issue number six of volume one. And the title is Trapped by the Fellowship (gasps) of Fear. (gasps) 
Ooh. <laughs> Have you got any oh. theories? Okay, so when you say fellowship, I'm going to assume that it's, are we getting our first more than one villain? Um, well, I'll give you a, a little teaser. So the cover uh, says, be prepared for the ultimate in sheer villainy and suspense when the lone daredevil battles the fellowship of fear. Ooh, is it like the hand? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> or, or is it? Is it like a man that has like three heads and calls himself <laughs> Fellowship? So he's got like three. He's got like three heads and like six arms. Uh, maybe. I will say this is our. Uh, this is going to be our last <coughs> issue with the yellow costume. I'm that happy because I. I'm happy. I prefer the red costume. What are your thoughts, Elizabeth? Because I, I, I booted the yellow costume. Uh, previously i like the i like the red costume better the old school red costume better Mm -hmm. than the yellow i can live with the yellow it's still better than the motorcycle outfit that he had in the 90s yeah oh my god what (laughs) (laughs) and the robot costume he had at one well the kind of armored one i didn't like shit i'm gonna giggle the shit out of this or the red uh, tuxedo suit. Yeah, what the recent one? Yeah, that yeah. that might be my least favorite costume. I also How didn't dare like his you! Hair. That was absolutely banging. I didn't like his hair. I didn't like this short crew cut. Yeah, I yeah, the hair was a bit. Look. The hair was a bit weird, but yeah. So yeah, I think the red suit was the uh, like the red actual wearing a suit mm-hmm. one with the red shirt and the red tie and the red suit and the the buzz cut was my least favorite. Yeah, so. I think so. I, I really like that look, like the similar look on Moon Knight, because in the, the run of Moon Knight they did where he wore head to toe, like white, like white suit, white, white shirt, white tie. I really liked it on him, but I, it just didn't work on Daredevil. It, yeah, I, I could see white working yeah. better than red on that. Yeah. Although it would make me think more Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. And then the, obviously Moon Knight, he wore a mask as well, but... I, it just felt too fla- too flashy for for Matt Murdock. I don't know, yeah. but I mean, we can talk about it when we get there in in twelve years time. Um, <laughs> about time yeah, ab- about his like state of mind at the time, and maybe that influenced it. You know. Oh, it definitely did. Yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna find out all about the Fellowship of Fear, Vicky. I'm I'm excited. I'm really hoping that it's like a three headed dude. <laughs> I know. I know it won't out. be because you know. I've been disappointed. I, I think you'll be excited about some of it. I'm, I'm oh, pretty sure. Oh, okay. No, no spoilers. Mm. Uh, I'm looking through the issue now, and I'm like, hmm, yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> good. Yes. Uh, okay, Elizabeth, I'm excited. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us at the bar once yes. again. Thank you for having me once again, and you're going to have me a, yet another time in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're going to be on uh, issue number ten. Yes, Ooh, I just chose random numbers. I didn't even pay attention to what who the bad guy was on any of them. I can't remember who the bad guy is for that one, but um, I will. I, I think it's a good issue. I'm looking at the that. cover and I still don't know. Who this <laughs> <is>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking at it as well and I can't remember either. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be a surprise uh, for all of us. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I, I'm flipping backwards. Um, there's there's a good one coming up. Oh, uh, yeah, there is. You have oh, someone yeah, doing eight with you? Uh, someone doing eight? Yes, we do, yeah. That's okay, going to be right. good. Yeah, I'm right, excited about eight. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I would volunteer for eight, because that would be hysterical. <laughs> I'll put you as the backup. Yes, please do. <laughs> so where can people find you on the internet, Elizabeth? And do you have anything you wish to promote? Um. Well, I already... Uh, I already promoted the other Murdoch papers last time, so I'll do it again this time. But yeah, I don't have anything myself. No, that's fair enough. And uh, Vicky, do you have anything you want to promote? Only my... uh, No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Only myself. Only myself. Do I have anything I want to promote? No. No, I don't. Oh, we did do, we have um, in a few weeks a really fun episode of Absolutely True True Crime, a deadly serious podcast coming out um, in which we, um, 
it's very very serious podcast it's not like this one um and you can find that on the website which you can find the details um after at the end of the episode um but in that episode we put the pontipi brothers on trial from the movie seven brides for seven brothers and that was very fun oh! yeah yes i was i was the prosecution um it was very fun <laughs> I'd have to look that one up because that is, uh, I love that musical. That Me too. That great, but at the same time, I cringe every time I watch yes. it. Like, I think the, the older I get and I watch it, the more problematic it becomes. Yes. I know. You're like, it's, so it's Stockholm it's Syndrome, the movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, shocking. Yes. Kidnapping is fun. Also, Elizabeth, I'm looking at issue 10 and... Oh, you're in for some wacky fun, mate. Yeah, I'm um, just looking at the cover. I it, it does, but I don't really remember any of these bad guys. Like they look somewhat familiar, but I don't think they ever ever showed up again. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, there's four of them. Yes. I'm not going to spoil anything, but oh, yeah, it's wacky fun. Yes. Um, okay. Well, it's time at the bar, so it's time for us to close. We do need a bell. Ding 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 ding. But we will be back next time. Uh, we will. I, I guess we will not be throwing this issue through the window of Josie's bar because me and Elizabeth loved it. <laughs> Maybe Nikki will be. No, it can stay. It can, it stay. can stay. All right, cool. All right, cool. We'll add it to the library in the back of Josie's bar. <laughs> uh, and we will be back next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.